Hello and welcome to episode number six of the Average Jake Firefighter Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Robbie Owens from the Average Jake Firefighter blog. Can I be honest? I think any time the topic of maintaining proper life and work balance comes up, it can quickly become intensely personal. But if you're ate up with the fire service like I am, it's also one of the most important things we need to talk about. I'm hoping if I go first, then maybe you'll keep your defenses lowered and allow this to hit home. I'm a husband and a father who is spoiled by three incredible and beautiful ladies who love me very much. But my home life and work are out of balance, and it's causing conflict with my family. I've confused leaving a legacy at work with having impact. Now, I wish I was as eloquent as the person who wrote those. That's actually an excerpt from an article entitled Legacy versus Impact, I'm in Conflict, uh, written by my good friend Benjamin Martin. And it's what I want to delve into on the podcast today. Uh, it's something that's actually been on my mind a lot lately, especially recently through some struggles that I have been going through in my work life, and my personal life. It's a very difficult topic. Nobody likes to talk about those things because when we talk about things like this, we focus on the things that we failed on. Uh, Like I said, it's a heavy topic, and we like to focus on the things that we failed on. However, I like to try to look at the positive of these things. Um, Actually, Ben wrote this article two years ago and when he wrote it initially, he uh, he sent it to me before he ever put it out there on his website. In fact, it was one of the very first articles he wrote for EmbraceTheResistance.com, and I got a chance to read it before he ever posted it. And it really spoke to me then, but I guess for a different reason. I think when it spoke to me then, it spoke to me about him. It spoke to me about some of the things that I already knew about Ben and some of the things that he had talked to me about and shared with me personally that we won't get into here. But it's one of those things that he, you know, I didn't reflect on these things in my own personal way until just recently. And I've read this article, I know, a hundred times. And just until recently did it speak to me personally. And it's because a lot of the things affect me in the same way that they affect Ben. We're both very high-speed, low-drag individuals. We're both eat up with the fire service. We both have loving families. We both work for the same fire department. Uh, We're both in leadership positions. And we're both human and we fail. And I think that's one of the things that is a misconception out there about leaders in general and especially people in the fire service who put themselves out there. Uh, you know, a lot of people are constantly telling me, uh, you know, how could you have a bad day or, you know, how did you mess this skill up or, you know, you're, you're the average Jake firefighter guy. You teach at FDIC, you blog, you do all of these things. Well, one of the things that they, that they fail to mention is that I never in anything I've ever written, any podcast I've ever done any interview I've ever done, any article I've ever written, any blog post, any Periscope, any sort of social media, did I ever say that I was perfect. Uh, And I don't believe I've ever heard anybody out there say that they were perfect. 
Um, so, you know, that's the one thing we have to remember is that none of us are perfect. We make mistakes. Even people that are as involved in the fire service as we are, uh, we make mistakes. Uh, I know recently that, that one of the things that made me reread this article is that I have been in conflict. I have made some mistakes. I have had some failures. Uh, I was promoted a year ago uh, to the level of fire captain in my organization. And I hit the ground running. I had no choice because there was some significant issues going on in the station that I was assigned to. I had no choice. In fact, I was dealing with issues before I ever got my badge pinned on me. And I just continued to push and push and push. <clears throat> Sorry for the coughing. My voice is a little bit raspy. Uh, but I continued to push and push and push until it pretty much reached a state of burnout to where I talked to my wife about, is this worth it? Is this worth, you know, am I even doing a good job? Uh, is this worth, should I, should I ask to demote myself? Um, is this worth, and I reached out to people who I, who were, who I respect and, and who I still respect. And, and, but to be quite honest, their advice didn't help me. Uh, a couple of them did, but most of the people who I thought really kind of had my back, their advice didn't help me. Uh, you know, it was one of those things like, well, you have to make the decision for you and you have to, you know, that's not exactly what I was looking for. I was looking for the golden ticket, uh, or maybe just, you know, some sage advice on how I could get through these problems from people who had been there. And to be quite honest, I didn't get any of that. Uh, I, I didn't feel like I got at least what I was looking for. And so I continued to try to push harder. I continued to try to keep pushing. And <clears throat> I messed up. There, I lost the trust of someone who worked for me. And I got in trouble because of it. Uh, I got, you know, I got, uh, you know, disciplinary action. Uh, I'm not going to get into the details of it because it's it's no one's business. And to be quite honest with you, it would be inappropriate for me to talk about completely. But so I failed. I had a failure. But that's when I read this article again because I was drowning. I was searching for that, you know, searching for that thing and the, the meaning of doing all this stuff. Because... And this is kind of like a robbed quote. Uh, I, I'm a movie quote guy. I love watching movies. Um, I'm a movie quote guy. And this is kind of a robbed quote uh, from a movie with Jimmy Fallon uh, when he's a huge Red Sox fan. And one of the little kids asks him, you know, sir, you know, you, you love the Red Sox more than anyone I ever know. But here's a question. Have they ever loved you back? And that is kind of the same way I feel about the fire service. I love the fire service completely. It is something I've wanted to do since the day I was, you know, since I can remember, not the day I was born, but since the day I can remember, uh, you know, probably around age 12 or 13 is when I really started showing interest. I joined my volunteer fire department when I was 15. I got hired in a career department when I was 20. This has been my life's work. And so it's tough when the fire service doesn't love you back. And consistently, that's the way that I feel. Uh, not just with my own department, you know, period. Uh, it's, and, and of course, it can't love you back, right? It, there's no way. 
Um, maybe the people in it can love you back, but th- there's no way that that inanimate object, that thing, the fire service, can love you back. It's impossible. So, and then after these recent struggles, after I've been struggling with the stuff and, and having to go through all of these things, but I've still been highly involved. I've been on committees, uh, you know, been teaching some in the department, have some teaching obligations coming up outside the department. Uh, you know, it still is like I was pushing, 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 pushing. And when you do that, when you rev that motor up, eventually it's going to fold. And mine fold. And I made a critical mistake, even an unintentional mistake, made a critical error, and I got disciplined for it. And so that's what made me come back to this article because I was completely lost. Like I was, you know, there, you know, while that it didn't happen, there was a chance that everything I had worked this hard for was going to be taken away from me. Uh, I was starting to look at even other jobs. In fact, I applied for a job and turned down the job because it just it wasn't the right fit. It wasn't the right, uh, you know, money uh, because I do have to a family to provide for, and it just wasn't the right time, even going through these disciplinary issues, it wasn't the right time to leave and to go to this other place and to start this other journey into my fire service career. Uh, it was still involved with the fire service, but it wasn't, it wasn't going to be a frontline firefighter or fire officer. And so again, it brought me back to this article by Ben Martin and we consistently talk, we talk on a, on a, on a, almost weekly basis, sometimes a daily basis, especially here recently, because he's been having some of his own struggles. Um, And it keeps bringing me back to this legacy versus impact. Legacy versus impact. And Ben writes on, who said leadership is easy? I'm a fire officer and I have to have hard talks with people at time who are in crappy situations, sometimes personal or professional and a, res- and a result of something they caused, other times through no fault of their own. Sometimes I get the message right and everyone benefits. Other times the situation is messy or rushed and perhaps my advice or opinion is just wrong for what's happening. I read the situation wrong, miss the full context, simply lack experience, or someone else with more influence made the situation worse with their advice. If I'm really being honest... You should know that I'm your typical type A, motivated, passionately driven, stubborn, thinks he knows it all fireman, and I admittedly don't. Yes, I can admit it. I consider myself to have more wins than losses, but I do try new things and old things in different ways in the name of perfecting our craft, and from time to time I get it wrong. It's not uncommon for me to generate hard feelings with the truth. And that's, again, that speaks to me specifically what we're going to talk about is that legacy versus impact piece, but he's 100% right. Being a fire officer is not easy. Uh, you know, it's something that I've been, again, you struggle with it. You struggle as you move on. And I know I'm not the only person who's in a leadership situation that's dealing with these things. I don't claim to have the market cornered on difficult leadership problems. Um, but very rarely do you hear about the ugly side of leadership. Every leadership class I take with the exception of Ben's. If you haven't taken Ben's intoxicated leadership class, you totally should. He speaks on it throughout the country. But every leadership class I take talks about all the glorious stuff of leadership. All of the glorious stuff. All of the, when you do this and you hold people to a standard, they're going to conform. And if you do this and that, man, and that's just not true. 
That's just not true. Especially in today's society and world where people can get offended over nothing, over what you think is the most innocent sounding thing. Uh, or even something that you have been taught, uh, you know, exposed to throughout your fire service career, you know, uh, you can get in trouble for that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, it's 2018, and there's no way I would be able to tell you a list of everything someone doesn't like or gets in or or gets offended by. So it's it's muddy, muddy waters out there today. If you get one person that is willing to call you a mentor and call you on the phone and seek your advice, you got to chalk that up as a big win today because so many people are pushing back on leadership, especially in the fire service. I mean, so many people are discounting the, the people that have come before them. They don't understand the blood, sweat, and tears of the people that have come before them. They don't respect it, and it's tough to break through some of that. Uh, especially with some of the newer firefighters. Uh, now, some of them are phenomenal. And unfortunately, they usually come from legacies. They come from families that are blue-collar workers, and they come from families that have been in the fire service or the military or the police and have sacrificed, uh, and they understand the sacrifice, and they understand that this is a selfless job, not a selfish job. But that's few and far between. I know in a large organization that I'm in, maybe... One in 20 understand the sacrifice. And when you try to explain it to them, they get defensive. Uh, and that's something that I continually struggle with. And again, the fire service not loving you back. But where we go into this is what's the difference in legacy and impact? Okay, what's the difference in legacy and impact? And can we do both? Are both possible? I don't know. But let's go back to the article. So what's the difference between legacy and impact? And which should we concern ourselves with? To understand my take on this, you need this example. The fire department that I work for incorporated EMS in the 1980s, well before my time. This is arguably the largest culture change in the history of the fire service, no matter how you feel about it. Sorry, Slicers, it can't be all about you. Legend has it that the men and women that put our first ambulances in service would show up in the morning with calls pending and leave in the evening with calls pending. When the ambulance shifts became 24 hours, you can imagine there was very little sleep to be had for those individuals as well. This marked a significant increase in calls for service and obviously changed the fire service forever. Today's parallel is shared by our brothers and sisters who maintain their assignments at core busy stations where an opportunity for solid three-hour block of sleep is a treat, not the norm. Fast forward to today, we recently concluded a project at work that I worked on with a group for over 16 months. Most nights at the station, I would retreat to the officer's bunk around 10 in the evening and then work another three to four hours to make sure I was meeting deadline. I did this while at a core busy station and I averaged two hours of sleep a night. Came home exhausted and if I wasn't working part-time, I would often nap the next day and miss spending mornings with my kids. When I was awake, I acted like a robot, just sitting there until I would snap at them or even my wife because I was so tired. When I would speak to them, it was usually about work. 
it was also not uncommon for me to be on the phone with someone about work. Have you ever had to have a meeting during the summer that interrupted family outings or prevented vacations? I'm sure you've never received a phone call from people needing information while you were trying to put the children to bed or eat dinner, all in the name of meeting a deadline and completing a project. As I sat there poring over the project drafts, I kept reminding myself that the work the group was doing was one of many paramount to the future success of our department. I might have even said to myself for motivation, they'll remember us for this. The project work often followed me home, and after several hundred hours invested, we were done. I bet the people who worked to get that first ambulance in service might have said something similar. This is important to the department. They'll remember us for this. This is our legacy. And in those last few words, I see the problem. Would you like to know the names of the folks who sacrificed themselves to get the ambulance in service? I can't tell you. The legend doesn't include specific names, only deeds. I can't even tell you the exact year or firehouse where it occurred. It's not that I don't appreciate their sacrifice and professionalism. I love learning about the history of ours in the fire service. It's just, over 30 years later, the first EMS call, we run so many, it just fades into the background. I'm responsible for knowing so much about so many different things, and there simply isn't enough time in the day to value or pay attention to everything. I've confused legacy with impact. And those, again, that's from the article Ben Martin wrote, uh, Legacy versus Impact, I'm in Conflict. And again, those are powerful, powerful words. And he can say that and write those so much better than I can. But it 100% speaks to me, especially recently, about the difference between legacy and impact. And it's something I've been talking to my wife about here at home. Um, And and this is going to sound weird, and it's probably going to make a lot of people angry who listen to the fires, who listen to these podcasts. Um, But that's okay. But my take on this, and I agree with Ben, is that you cannot leave a lasting legacy in the fire service. You may be able to leave one for a short period of time. You may be able to leave one, you know, with certain people. But overall, your legacy in the fire service is got a timestamp. I've been with my current department for 14 years. And there are some people that have made a tremendous uh, influence on me or impact But there are people that have came on today that have no idea who those people are because they're retired. There are people who don't know who the fire chief was before our current fire chief. There are people that have no idea who the county manager was that even hired them. There are people that have no idea the history of the firehouses they're in, who the first captain was. And when they read the guy's name, they have no idea who it is because each plaque has one of those things on there. And it says who the first captain was and who the fire chief was. And they read them and they have no idea who they are. There are people today that have no idea or don't or have no clue of why certain places are named certain things. 
And that's because your legacy has a time frame. Your legacy is going to fade away eventually. And that is a very hard thing for us in the fire service to understand. And that's a very hard thing for us to deal with. It's like dealing with your own mortality, right? It's like dealing with your own mortality. It is like knowing that eventually all this hard work that you've put into this, eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna to go away. Because think about it. How many times have you been involved in a fire service committee and it's the same job that some guys did 10 years ago. We're just rehashing it. Happens all the time. I've been on three different officer development committees and every time we always start at the same spot. It's kind of frustrating. But I'm sure it's frustrating for the people that have been there even longer than I have. Uh, one of the most recent officer development committees I was on, I handed them the stuff from the last time. I was like, well, this is all the stuff we did five years ago. And it was kind of funny that this is exactly where we were trying to go, but we just never got there for a certain reason. And so that is one of the things that's the hardest for leaders, people that are invested in this fire service. And I'm even talking about the big guys, right? The big guys. Guys, that you're sitting here thinking today, there's no way, there's no way that people are going to forget the names of Bobby Halton, Billy Goldfeder, Alan Brunacini, Ray McCormack. There's no way, John Salka. There's no way guys are going to forget their names. I guarantee you that there's people who have no idea who they are. There's someone who got in the fire department last week that has no idea who this person is. There are people on our job today that have a significant amount of time that don't know who Lloyd Lehman was. They they know what Recio is, but they have no idea who came up with it, and they have no idea why. They don't know his background. They don't know any of that. There are people that are on our job today with significant amount of time on who cannot tell you two fire chiefs back in their fire department. What kind of a legacy is that? What kind of a legacy is that? It's not one. We cannot create a legacy in our fire service. However, where we can create a legacy is at home. With your wife, your kids, your family, Your brothers, your sisters, your uncles, they're the ones that are going to remember your name long after you're gone. They're the ones who are going to be able to talk about all of the things and the hard work and the sacrifices you made for for your family, for your fire service. They're the ones where your legacy is going to mean the most. So focus on that when it comes to leaving a legacy. Focus on making sure you're a good dad to your kids. And that's something that I know I struggle with all the time. Like, am I being a good father? You know, sometimes, and just like with leadership, sometimes I miss the mark and sometimes I'm dead on. Uh, Last night, when I was talking to my older kid, I felt like I was dead on. Two nights ago, I was the biggest idiot on the face of the planet because I could not reach him. 
for whatever the problem was at that at that moment in time. But he's going to remember both of those talks for the rest of his life. I remember things that my grandfather's grandfather told him. That's legacy. That's the big deal. Okay? Another place you can leave legacies in is getting involved in like community programs, youth sports. Uh, I still, there are people today that still refer to my dad as coach. And he hasn't coached in probably 20 or 20, 25 years. But there are still people today that when they see him, they call him coach. Or, hey, he was my coach when I was a wrestler or a football player, a baseball player, because he coached everything. That's a legacy. That's what we need to concern ourselves with. And I'm not saying, and this is going to be, you know, but am I telling you to ignore the fire service? Absolutely not. And that brings it to the other piece of the legacy versus impact. In the fire service, we have the tremendous opportunity to make an impact on someone's life. Now, impacts sometimes can be short-lived. They can have a lifespan as well. They can live longer than what you expect. But the impact that you have on someone's life, that is where the fire service is with us. And that's what we should focus on. I want to make sure that I have a positive impact on this person's career. Even if it's only for the four weeks he's with me. That when he does maybe one day remember our time together, he looks back and goes, you know what? That person had a tremendous impact on me. He showed me how to do these things and he showed me how to do the job the right way. And then he can take that on and share it with the next person, even if he doesn't remember me five years down the road. Or even if that other person doesn't have any idea who I am. Okay? That's what we need to be focused on. The impact that we have. The impact that we have when we interact with our citizens. Okay? I, I can tell you, you know, I'm no hero, but I've been involved with saving some people's lives. Mostly through EMS work. But they don't remember me. Very few of them do. As a matter of fact, we went to a cardiac arrest that the person lived. We did CPR on them. All of those things. We'd been there many, many times before. They go to the hospital. They walk out of the hospital. Two months later, we're back there and they have no idea who we are. But... Does that mean we didn't make an impact? Absolutely we made an impact. We saved that guy's life. We bought him two more months. Maybe we bought him eight more months. Maybe we bought him two more years. That's the impact that we have to have. And that's the opportunity that we have for impact. But that's not a legacy. In two years, if he doesn't have another medical problem, he probably won't. He already doesn't remember us two months after. He probably won't remember us two years later. Okay? He'll know, ah, some fire guys came and they did CPR on me and I almost died. 
But that's not legacy. That's impact. The more distance you put between that event, the less the legacy is there. The impact is still there and it's still strong because we saved his life. But even the impact can fade a little bit over time. But that's where we have to focus. That's where we'll get our greatest self-satisfaction is knowing that today we helped. Today we made a difference. And then we're going to come back tomorrow and do the same thing. That's the difference in legacy and impact. That's now how that article speaks to me. And I think it needs to speak to the fire service, to everyone who's super duper involved in the fire service. And I think you need to be, okay? What's the greatest way that I can ensure I'm leaving a legacy at home and making an impact is by being the best firefighter that I can be. And I'm going to stumble along the way. I'm going to stumble. But I need to do those things that I talk about all the time. I need to get out there and I need to do my three hours. I need to work out every day. I need to read something about our job so I'm well educated. And I need to get my hour of hands-on training in so that I'm the best firefighter that I can be. Because that's going to be the way I leave the greatest impact. Because when someone calls 911, I'll be ready. I'll be physically fit. I'll be in shape. I'll be ready to go. I'll be well-educated. My skill set will be dialed in. And I'll be able to help them. And that'll help me survive my fire service career. So that when I do come home after that long shift, I'm ready to work on my legacy here at home. And you'll notice in all of those things that I've talked about, legacy, impact, being involved, nowhere did I mention things like ambition, ego, self-satisfaction. It's all for the other people. But because of that is where we will get our self-satisfaction. Through the service that we provide our families. Both fire service and at home. And the citizens that we serve. That's where that self-satisfaction will come from. That's how we'll reach it. I I don't uh I don't say any of this lightly and I realize that there are some people that aren't going to like what peop you know what I'm saying here or maybe even think that maybe I'm just full of crap and that's okay that's okay Recently, it has made me look at the fire service a little bit different. It's made me look at how I'm spending my time a little bit different. I still love the fire service. Love it. 
I still read fire engineering. I still look at fire videos. I want to go to fires. I want to learn as much as I can about the fire service. I want to teach people about the fire service. But it cannot replace the legacy that I have here at home. Because once I've leave the fire service, it may take some time, but eventually, no one's going to remember who I was. No one knew who I was 50 years ago. And I'm willing to bet that it won't even take 50 minutes before they move on. Back to the article. Not preaching. Don't fall in love with the fire service. Just know that she can only love you back but so much. And is very fickle when she does. Anyone who's become the center of a malicious rumor knows this sting. There's a season for everything and being a young officer with young children is currently my struggle. I've worked over the last two years to honor current commitments, but also to not take on any others that might distract from my goal at work, which is to create value and opportunity for the team every day. This is an ongoing process and I'm not perfect at it. I've set my sights on making a change where home is the priority and I work hard while at work, but leave it there. I wish you the best success in your career and hope to see and hear from you on the road to recovering balance between life and work. And again, that's an article written by Benjamin Martin, EmbraceTheResistance.com. And again, what powerful, powerful words. He's 100% right. And... I hope the article, I want you to go and, and I hope you read, I hope you go to EmbraceTheResistance.com. It's in his archives. I hope you go there and read that article and read some of the other things Ben has written because he is talking about the dirty side of leadership. For me, like I said, this article has been something, I've read it a hundred times and just until recently did it really, really, really truly speak to me. Again, like I said at the very beginning, it spoke to me about a hundred other things, mostly focused on other people or, or him. But now it's, I, I turn that judgmental microscope back on myself and I know that I haven't been in balance. I know, especially the last year, and I know that I need to change how I view my legacy versus my impact and where I need to be making those strides. Again, be in love with the fire service. It's great. It's one of the best jobs ever. Okay? It doesn't even matter if you like where you work. All right? The organization you work for. And that's another thing I'm going to talk about on another podcast. We have to stop calling fire fire departments organizations because we're not organizations. We're fire departments. But that's a topic for another thing. But no matter if you're hating where you work for right now or you love it, remember what we're really doing there. And remember that the fire service, being a firefighter, is a phenomenal job. It's the best job. I still get up every morning that I'm supposed to go to work, usually before my alarm gets off. I'm at work usually an hour or more early. And a lot of times I stay an hour late because I like talking to the guys at the firehouse. 
especially some of the guys that I really enjoy working with. I like knowing what's going on in their lives. I like talking to them about fires. It's still the best job out there, even if the organization you're with has lost its way. Even with the fire department, that you're just not happy with them right now. You're not happy where they're going. That's okay. The fire service and being a firefighter is still an awesome, awesome job. So focus on the impact that you can make on the people that you're working with. You don't have to make that impact on a global scale. It can be with one person. It can literally be with one person. And then focus on leaving your legacy, the thing you're going to be remembered for the rest of your life here at home. That's what you should be doing. It's not easy. In fact, it's one of the hardest things. And I know that we all feel it. I go back and forth and back and forth. There are times when I think I'm the absolute best father. I've got it nailed. I've got it figured out. And there are also times when I feel like I'm the best fire officer, the best leader. And then there are times where I feel like I've got none of it going on. Like I'm struggling to just keep my head above water. And that's okay too. That's okay too. You're not alone. I'm not alone. We know that there are others out there that feel the same way as we do. So keep pushing forward, but remember what we're really doing. Remember what your sphere and circle of influence are. If you're not in a position to be in charge of the entire department, then you're not going to change things in the entire department. Change things on your shift, your engine, your station. Have your impact there. It doesn't have to be felt globally. But here's the funny thing about impact. If you impact enough people, eventually that sphere of influence is going to expand because people will start talking about you in a good way, in a positive way. And you'll be able to have an impact on more people. But don't get frustrated because the department that you're working for doesn't see the value in you. Maybe you're not in the position to change that in your fire department yet. Don't worry about that. That's not where your legacy lies. Your legacy lies with your family. And some people might say, oh, I don't have a family. I don't have kids. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. There's got to be somebody who cares and loves, about, and loves you. That's where your legacy is going to lie with them. Even if you're single and have no kids or have no spouse. There's somebody out there that cares about you. Somebody out there that you call family. That's where your legacy is. Leave it with them. They're going to be the ones that remember you 50 years after you're gone. Have your impact in the fire service. Be engaged. Be at work. When you're at work, be at work. Train hard. Pass on what you know. Work out. Do those three hours. If you do those things, your impact is going to be something that's going to be felt. It may have a lifespan. It may not even be felt as far as you want it to be. But I can assure you, your impact is something that is going to be felt.
Hey guys, Ravi again here. Before I let you go, I just wanted to give a little bit more information and thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, it's been, I've getting a tremendous amount of feedback, especially from the episode that we did with Daniel Myers talking about the command officer boot camp. Um, just a tremendous, tremendous amount of feedback. Uh, I'm very humbled that so many people want to listen to this and, and hear what I have to say. Uh, with that, it leads me to say this. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, then hit me up through the various routes of social media, averagejakefirefighter.com, at averagejakeff on Twitter, at averagejakeff on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn at Robert Owens. Uh, you can hit me up and get in touch with me through any of those media or any of those uh, various venues, and we'll get you on the podcast. Big guy, little guy, doesn't matter. I feel like everyone has value in what they can bring to the fire service, even if you're from some small nowhere department or you're from some large department. Uh, everyone's got some sort of value. There may be something that you're doing in your department that no one's ever heard of. So bring that to the masses so that we can all learn. Secondly, I would not be able to do what I do without some of the great support from some great people. Steve Green from Dalmatian Productions, specifically the Five Alarm Task Force podcast. Chief Peter Lamb from the Firefighter Training Podcast. Great companies like Fire and Iron Clothing and Ryan Pennington with Vanguard Safety Wear, the makers of the MK1 Fire Glove. Every one of those people have given me either moral support or just, you know, phone calls, emails, uh, you know, they've given me so much and I would be remiss if I did not mention them. And I want you to go listen to their podcast, buy their stuff. If you go to Fire and Iron Clothing, make sure you use code Average Jake to get you a little bit of a discount and let them know that you're listening to the Average Jake Firefighter podcast. Go buy the MK1 Fire Glove. They're getting ready to come out with a whole bunch of different stuff. They're made for work. I use them myself every day that I get on the fire truck. They're good. And lastly, if you want to come see me, I'll be teaching Are You Ready for the Firefighter Cardiac Arrest at the Virginia State Firefighters Convention in Hampton, Virginia. Go to the Virginia State Firefighters uh, website to register or go to the Virginia Department of Fire Programs website to register. I'm doing two sessions One's an afternoon session on the 2nd, and one's a morning session on August 3rd. And so just come see me. Come see me out in Hampton. Um, if that's something you're interested in, but you can't make it to Hampton, contact me through those social media uh, websites, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, any of those ways, averagejakefirefighter.com. Contact me through any of those. And we can get a firefighter cardiac arrest program or any of the other programs I teach out there to you. If you don't want to bring it out to you, but you're still interested, we can do it through some sort of media share like Google Hangouts or Skype or any of those things. We can make it happen for you, and we can make it happen for you relatively inexpensive because I'm not trying to make a profit. I'm just trying to spread what I feel is a great program out to the masses out there. So again, thanks for listening to the Average Jake Firefighter Podcast. I know this was a little bit of a heavy topic, but I feel it's important for the fire service. And I feel it's important for fire service leaders. And when I say leaders, I don't mean just lieutenants, captains, chiefs, whatever. Leadership at all levels. And I mean it for senior firefighters as well. We're all having leadership struggles, especially in today's fire service. Okay? So thanks for listening. Thanks for all the support. 
please share this through all your social media. Uh, and just, you know, remember, as I say, no matter whether I write an article, do a periscopes or anything like that, one hour in the gym every day, working on our physical fitness, one hour in the library, either watching videos or reading something about the fire service so that we can get more educated and one hour doing some sort of hands-on training, putting our hands and our skills to use. If you do that, you will become a pretty phenomenal firefighter and you'll be ready to make an impact at your fire station, on your shift, in your fire department and be able to survive your career to leave your legacy back here at home. Thanks for listening. Stay safe.